0: Where are you from, Joseph? South Shields. I well, there were three of us in this marriage.
1: I just wanna say, Liam, come and have a go Yay! if you think you're not! I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with lawyer. This is your welcome America! The podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about.
0: In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American
1: pop culture for Britain. (laughs) You're welcome.
0: Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser like razor that's gonna
1: slash you. Oh my goodness. Oh god you scared me. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry babes but I was um for a moment I was actually possessed. <laughs>
1: and this is a Halloween special. <gasps> oh god. <laughs> and actually just uh, as we were as we were starting the podcast we got sung in by official Halloween week From X Factor Performance, Katie Weisel singing Bewitched, Bewitched, Bewitchy Witchy witchy, Witch. (laughs)
0: Okay, normally in this podcast, you know what we do, we take a British topic, something from pop culture, we discuss it, we dissect it, work out the UK equivalent, then we do the same for an American topic, but you know what, it's that spooky time of year, we're just going to do a whole episode about Halloween. Sod it, to quote Katie Waisel, <laughs> Hi Katie. Again. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into it, you can follow us on Instagram, you're yes. welcome America, you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter. You're welcome, USA. Currently at 40 followers. We did have 41 followers earlier today. Oh. We have lost a follower. <laughs> that's a real Halloween scare. <laughs> um, also on the Twitter, as mentioned last time, we have our major, major countdown to that big event in November. Oh, yeah. And that's just a reminder, real public service announcement. In 10 days, 5 hours, 53 minutes and 20
1: seconds... Kylie's new album comes out. Yeah, and we just need people to get out there and support it. Yeah. That's what we need people to get behind in November. And we'll definitely do a whole Kylie special Ooh. to talk about it.
0: And um, how are you babes?
1: <laughs> Fantastic. You know, you and I have just spent quite a long amount of time together. <laughs> Ten days, in fact. Ten yeah. whole days. Yeah, we we just had a lovely trip to Palm Springs. Uh, kind of a, a work trip and a... Play trip, if you will, uh, where we yeah we just went away to Palm Springs and had a lovely time working in an Airbnb.
0: Wonderful, wonderful.
1: <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I left my equipment here, so I <laughs> had to come over tonight to record this. <laughs> As if we haven't spent enough time together.
0: I also felt <laughs> that when we drove back from Palm Springs, because Palm Springs, for our UK listeners, is in the desert. Mm. It is about a couple of hours away from. LA, it's yep. always hot, it's always hot there, it's the desert, Yeah. what do you think? <laughs> and uh, when
1: we were driving back, it got colder and colder and colder. Well, I don't know if we should be talking to people in the UK about it being cold here. <laughs> Wait, should I just go,
0: so so basically I felt like we, we travelled back into autumn. We did. Translation, fall. Um, Los Angeles weather, I'm just going to read it out. Make it's- sure you do centigrade. I know, fuck. So it's currently 63 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 17 degrees. That's cold. That is factually cold. cold. That is factually cold. Well, there is also like seven at
1: night. So yeah, that's just some temperature chat for you. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what it's been going. I've been getting a lot of info about in the UK. Those damn clocks have gone back and people are not happy. They've gone back? (laughs) Also, like, I love how
0: people aren't happy. It's like, you know what happens (laughs) every year? In fact, it happens twice
1: a year. I guess maybe being trapped in your house and having it get dark at five o'clock is maybe not helping (laughs) kind of spirits. Oh, Oh, spirits. Uh (gasps) Uh-oh. Sorry, I thought someone was behind me. (laughs) Okay.
0: We're doing a spooky episode. <laughs> Shall we do some <laughs> spooky feedback? Oh, I think so. It's not going to be spooky at all. <laughs>
1: uh, first of all, I have a quick shout out to a new listener, Aaron, Aaron Dunn, who I went to university with. He sent a beautiful picture of... Every single colour and style of the Kylie wine range that he has in his house currently. Oh. My mum was meant to be shipping me over some bottles of Kylie rosé, red, white. I told her anything. She keeps ignoring me when I ask her about it. So, Laura mm-hmm. York, when you do listen to this, there better be someone on its way because that shipping's going to take a while.
0: Fuck, I've just realised that my friend Emma is in the UK and she did message me saying, Is there anything you want you want me to bring back? And I asked for some salt and vinegar real McCoys mm-hmm. and some, some ro. what's the other one? The steak real McCoys as well. I didn't ask about the Kylie
1: wine. Damn. Well, those two things are pretty important though. McCoys, yeah. like flame grilled steak McCoys. Mm. Oh, those salt and vinegar ones, they really like hurt your mouth after a while because they're so strong. I oh once God. had two Salivating. packets. I had two packets in a row and it stripped my taste buds for
0: days. <laughs> That was out of the vending machine um, in my final year at school. That we
1: worked out a way. If you just knocked it, you know they would come out. We we had a vending machine at university in my halls. So like at, late at night, we just yeah. I had many a uh, flame grilled steak, McCoy crisp in bed. Ooh, Yummy, lovely. That that was a a as just to be my hangover cure.
0: <laughs> right, more feedback. Anna R thirty two has given us an Apple Podcast review. Oh, five stars. Correct. <laughs> and she the the title says love these guys. She says, the innuendos are hilarious. I love how much fun they seem to have together. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing nothing quite like someone
1: saying, no, they're having fun. fun." (laughs) They're having fun. Thank you for that. We do have fun together. We do. (laughs) We've got a new listener called Mia, and they have messaged us with a great little meme of Gemma Collins crashing into a boat in a canoe. And she says, you guys, I love you both so much. The podcast is amazing. You always give me so much life. Please do a special on the national treasure that is the GC. It would be iconic. I'm not sure I could do a whole special on Gemma Collins, but I certainly think that she could be someone in a topic coming up.
0: Exactly. That's a good idea. Let's in fact, add, that, add that to the list. That's add that good to the list. Um, okay. Tom in London. This is very long. Two pieces of etymological feedback. Oh, I love etymology. So I'm actually interested in all of this okay donkey's years okay is nothing to do with how long they live the expression used to be donkey's ears what? as in ears that they hear from referencing the fact that they have long ears yeah and over time it morphed into donkey's years so the this the expression
1: <laughs> is an egg corn which is a misheard expression so people think acorn is an egg corn and that's where the term of the term comes from. Oh, wow! Oh this? yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. says that.
0: He says such as thinking acorns are called eggcorns because of their shape. And now the mishearing has overtaken the original. Wow! And then he just he signed off by saying breaking it obviously means shitting bricks. Oh, of course,
1: <laughs> which is true. <laughs> yeah, it didn't that didn't occur to me at the time? Thank you for that etymological and scatological feedback. Oh. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so uh, Camille just sent us a very quick. In fact, a few people got in touch just to let us know Changing Rooms is back. Yes, yes. Thanks to us. I mean, thank you to us, indeed. And on that note, Neil on Twitter, if you want to follow us on Twitter, go to you're welcome, USA, 40 followers. <laughs> Neil on Twitter sent us an article. This is very important journalism. It's on the the Daily Mirror. Woman whose teapots were destroyed in changing rooms still doesn't forgive show. <laughs> so we did in our changing rooms episodes go into length about the fact that someone's um, teapot collection was accidentally destroyed by a floating shelving unit. So there's a whole article on it in the Daily Mirror. And um, what's her name? It's it was Cloda. Oh, okay. So Cloda. Now, she's 75, she's 75 now, and she told The Guardian, actually, how she feels about it. She said, I still don't feel very good about her, she says of Barker. Oh. Because, of course, Linda Barker designed that freestanding
1: shelving unit. So she doesn't have any of the blame on Handy Andy? No. Or her friends who let it happen? No.
0: <laughs> Cloda says, on the very rare occasions she's on television now, shade. Oh, <laughs> When I do see her, she's still very bouncy. And I just don't think she earned the bounce. Oh, fuck. Wowzers. <laughs> but she does say that insurers, well, it says the article, insurers reimbursed Cloda for the value of her collection, but she never restarted it, saying she couldn't bear for it to happen
1: again. Oh, that's so sad. I, I wonder what know. she did with the money. What, all 50 pounds of it? Yeah. Um, oh, well, knows? 50 pounds. Do you think that's all it was worth? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> she invested it in like a Linda Barker... Voodoo doll. And then one final
0: bit of feedback is from Jessica Lawrence. She says, Loving the podcast and adore the Totally Scott Lee specials. Ooh. If you're curious to Nathan Moore's whereabouts, looks like he's still doing the Butland Circuit based on this October Closer Magazine ad. And there's just a whole ad in Closer Magazine. So Jessica is, of course, referring to the fact that we're still in the middle of our Totally Scott Lee. Uh, rewatch? Yes. <laughs> On this very podcast. I you were going to
1: say renaissance for some reason. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> well, it is.
0: Another episode coming your way next week. That's it for feedback. I think we should get spooky. Yeah. <gasps> Look, don't you see? He's got us now. Okay, this is exactly what he wants. We can't go to the police. Not now. He's made sure of that. He's just out there and he's watching us and
1: waiting. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Okay. So, you know, we're just going to have more of a just a freeform chat about Halloween in general. We're talking Halloween. Yeah. <gasps> oh shit. <laughs> Got such a fright. We can't talk about Halloween and not talk about costumes, Halloween costumes, or fancy dress, as we call it in the UK. Really strange term when you really think about it, Mm -hmm. compared to calling it a Halloween costume, which makes way more sense. You would never go to a costume party in the UK, you'd
0: go to a fancy dress
1: party. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm wearing my fanciest dress. (laughs) It's also
0: funny when people, like, dress in real slutty outfits, going to a fancy dress party.
1: (laughs) So, I think there's definitely two, two kind of categories, and we're talking childhood Halloween costume and slutty adult halloween costumes so mm-hmm. did you do halloween costumes as a kid oh
0: i sure as hell did let me tell you about a few of my little costumes okay one year i dressed up as a wizard Yep. how did i dress up as a wizard well i went to see egyptian grandmother oh. <laughs> she lent me one of her giant Purple, furry, fluffy, coat, cape things
1: that she would wear. <laughs> she, she just had some cloaks lying around. Oh, she
0: had many cloaks. <laughs> well, you know, she's you know got that Egyptian magic to her. <laughs> and also borrowed some of her silver star Christmas decorations, <laughs> hung them on the purple cloak. Right. I had a big grey wig that I wore. Oh. And I had a wand. Okay? Right. I went round what we would call guising in Scotland, a.k.a. Trick or treating, right? Because you're in disguise. That's <laughs> right. what trick or treating's called. Went to a neighbor's house and ring- rung that doorbell. And when they saw me, they said, Oh, now, are you a little boy or a little girl? Oh. <laughs> and I said, I'm a boy. And they went, oh, Such a shame. You'd make such an attractive little girl. Wow. So, what did they think you were dressed as? Don't like know a fairy they, princess. They were going, st- I think so. They, but they just were going straight in for the gender. <laughs> that's what was most important to them. Wow. So I think that's my most memorable year because it was very confusing. I mean, to be fair, I was parading around in Egyptian grandmother's <laughs> giant robe, gorgeous, expensive, <laughs> like purple cloak. So you know, fair enough. So that's that's my standout memory. I do just want to give a shout out though to one of my friends I went to school with on uh, this. Actually, wasn't Halloween, but age around twelve. She did turn up at a fancy dress party. It was a pea party mm-hmm. where everyone dressed up as something beginning with pea. So people came as punks and princesses and she dressed as a
1: prostitute. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I actually have like zero recollection of any Halloween costumes as like a young child. I just don't think that we did them. And then I have this really strange memory of me and my friend Millie going around trick-or-treating on bikes. But obviously we lived in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. So we had to cycle like oh. really far to like... Trick or treat for people. And I distinctly remember we made our costumes completely from bin bags.
0: Oh, well, that was quite a thing, though. Yeah. Like, like shove shoving some bin bags, maybe get some fake blood, get some vegetable oil, put it in your hair to slick it back.
1: <laughs> to look <laughs> like a vampire. Done. Yeah, I remember we we were like witches. But yeah, we basically just rode around on our bikes wearing bin bags. Okay, hit me with some adult Halloween costumes. What you got? Well, this is, you know, something the world over. But obviously what happens is... You have Halloween as a child and then for most people you either get to an age where you go to university or you, you know, you, you kind of start going out clubbing, if you will, Mm. and you realize that you can dress like a whore Mm -hmm. or sexy or, you know, you can be funny. (laughs) Spooky or not. Spooky or not. Exactly. So my first real time I did that was at university, me and a group of my friends Went inexplicably as cave people to our halloween party on campus it was minus 10 degrees it was freezing and we all wore scraps of like leopard print material mm. and we well that's co- that sounds cozy Is it like a furry leopard print well the problem was it was furry on the outside because it was so cheap the inside wasn't furry so it Got really it. wasn't warm and i was wearing an off cut of the girls material so they'd fashioned like kind of bikini tops and skirts from it i just really had just a skirt that only met up at the top of one side, so like the whole of my like flank was out down one side of my leg. That's good. And I had to pin it to a pair of like wide front pants because it was so kind of precarious. And we yeah we trotted across the because they lived opposite university. I remember I was trotting across the road and like cars were like honking their horns at the you know the girls, not me. And yeah we wait Tommy, what what kind of shoe are you wearing with that look to trot across the oh good the question quad, the quad at university? I feel like I must have worn a flip flop.
0: Oh, well, I mean, that would make
1: sense. Yeah, I think I wore a flip-flop. And then it didn't happen like this, but in my memory, we like kicked the doors of the student union bar open and we were like backlit with like smoke and everyone went, <gasps> and then we got so much attention all night because everyone else was dressed like a witch or dressed like a vampire. Yeah. And you know, people thought they were really clever because they were like spooky. And we were like, no, 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 we're whores. And yeah, we got loads of attention. It was great.
0: It feels like it's more of a thing in the UK to dress up as something spooky. Yes. Where
1: in the US, it's just you dress up as anything. Yeah. And that's actually weirdly in the rest of my 20s when I carried on dressing like a whore. I I've always liked that thing of when you see in an American movie in a Halloween setting, you see a couple of ghosts and like a mummy and stuff. But then you'll just see like someone as like a 50s waitress, diner waitress, or like someone as like a king from uh, a pack of yeah, cards exactly like a pilot it feels like a more of like a mixed bag of like fun mm-hmm. costumes so I've, I've kept that going forward in all my halloween costumes i've actually never dressed in a spooky costume well i like a combo of the two so i once in london dressed
0: up as like a um a sexy like boxer in like a boxing outfit <laughs> right but i had a black eye and blood right so i I'd like been in a fight right that was quite good I mean, last year, it was a real triumph for me doing Ariana Grande at work. Right. You know, that was just... That ticked all the boxes. Mm. There was a year I dressed up as a lost boy from the movie The Lost Boys. Right. Just because I wanted to buy this oversized denim jacket. Yeah. So, you know, I did that. And then I had blood all around my mouth. In fact, that was the night... That uh, I met Crystal from the UK for the very Ooh. first time on the street wow. because we couldn't get into our whole crowd couldn't get into um Dawson Superstore together. Ugh. So we met met Crystal and Crystal was wearing uh, was dressed as Wham, but instead of choose life, had choose death as Lovely. a teacher. That was a good one. <laughs> so yeah, I think those are some of my some of my fave adult costumes. Yeah.
1: So I had a friend of mine, June, her birthday is very close to Halloween. And not so long ago, actually really only a few years ago, she had her birthday party at a Halloween night at essentially what I would describe as actual hell. So it was quite spooky. It was power ballad night at the Kentish Town Forum. Oh, yes. Um, And it was, again, it was, everyone was dressed as, it was just all people in spooky costumes. I actually, thinking about this, did this two years in a row, even though it was (laughs) quite a nightmarish evening because I... Don't like power ballads and really don't like straight people. So it was kind of a combination of all the things that I don't like. But I did have fun, and my first costume was um I dressed as a sexy angel, and people were straight people were really had their minds blown by that. I was literally wearing white shorts, a white vest, and I had angel wings and like a halo. That was it. Wait, how was it sexy? Because because I was in a straight venue, so I was wearing shorts and a vest. Oh god it got it, got it, got it. Yeah, no, I was if a gay venue would have been like a thong and a harness, but like yeah. So like just literally shorts and a vest were blowing people's minds and people going, I don't don't get it. What are you dressed as? Like, fuck off.
0: What what were you drinking that uh, night? Maybe like a snake biting
1: black? Unfortunately, this was the year that I took off of drinking. So that night I was drinking sugar-free Red Bulls and rage. Mm. (laughs) Swallowing down my own rage. And then the next year I went uh, inexplicably as John Hammond from Jurassic Park. (laughs) What do you mean, inexplicably? <laughs> that makes total sense. Well, yes, to me it did. And uh, really, a lot of people just thought I was an old man. I also had to leave my cane at the door of the club because they said it was a weapon. Well, with that giant chunk of
0: amber exactly, at the You can
1: really murder someone with that. But actually, just a real shout out to those, those lost individuals, those beautiful souls that just found me on the dance floor and said, oh my God, you're John Hammond from Jurassic Park. You're, you're, like, th- you're the best. And I was you. like, you are good. You are good. You are good. The rest of you are straight trash. As in straight up trash and heterosexuals trash. Got it.
0: I've also just remembered I did dress up as Jesus once. <laughs> and I got red spray paint and spray, spray painted my hands. I had like a whole stigmata. <laughs> it was very tiring standing in that crucifix shape all night. Mouses. Yeah. That's quite a, uh, a bold choice. Yeah. <laughs> Polarizing. Okay. I want to talk about
1: trick-or-treating. Yes.
0: Now, you revealed to me the other day that you, in growing up, you called it trick-or-treating.
1: Yeah, definitely. And because I'm from the countryside, as, as I said, we had to really travel to even try and trick-or-treat and I felt like a lot of my childhood was people, us arriving at a house to do trick or treating and then people turning off their lights and closing their curtains.
0: Oh, <laughs> did you, did, wait, did you, did you have like a special bag or something you put your, the, the treats in? I think so. Because you know, in the US it's become a real thing to carry like a fake, like a bucket or like a fake, fake plastic pumpkin. pumpkin yeah. Whereas we did not have that growing no, up.
1: I'm pretty sure that we like at some point we maybe have had like, like literal carrier bags or like pillowcases or something, just we any had- kind of receptacle. So yeah, that was the thing. You would choose like your favorite plastic bag from the cupboard. So that was more like how we used to, the girls used to carry their extra things to school
0: extra folders extra
1: folders that they wouldn't fit into their small school bag that they would refuse to have a big backpack so they'd be like oh this is my jane norman bag that i carry my extra folders in
0: totally well i would have like my my main bag would be like a ted baker record bag (laughs) which would fit like two small folders or one big folder she'd have to just (laughs) shove them in like some other carrier bag
1: what a strange time in your life when you're a child carrying around folders full of paper and now as an adult i don't do that it seems very grown up, doesn't it? Like you work in an office. Yeah,
0: but I also think that <laughs> kids don't do that anymore either. Oh, of course, do not. they just carry. Do it's they just all carry iPads. An, do they just carry an iPad? I don't know. <laughs> but Then I feel like they might get mugged.
1: Anyone that has children of a school age, tell us.
0: Yeah, get in, do get in touch. Do get in touch. Um. Okay. Now, what were your favorite? Like, can't 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 even say candies. That just feels so. Not right. <laughs> what were your What were your favourite sweeties you got given at each
1: door? Well, just in general, I would say I'm a big fan of like a, a big fan of a refresher. Oh. love a refresher, love a love heart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been a little piglet for chocolate, as you know. But I, I've told you there was that very dark period of my life where my mum worked for Cadbury's and my dad worked for Round Trees at the same time. Uh, no, <laughs> I've never told you this. No, yeah, my mum used to be like a, a sales rep for Cadbury's, and at the same time, my dad. Which is weird because I don't remember my dad not have, like not having his actual job, but at some at some point as well, my dad did some work for the Round Trees Factory in Great Yarmouth. So there was a period of time where in our cupboard under the stairs, shout out to cupboard under the stairs, a real UK thing. <laughs> It would be filled with just boxes and boxes of whatever the new chocolate is that my mum was like promoting to different oh, corner which shops. Which ones? What ones? So the the one that haunts me to this day is a timeout because it was the first thing that she ever got to promote. So we had boxes and boxes of timeouts, which are <laughs> well, how do you explain that to an American? It's like a
0: is it is like two?
1: It's two little fingers like a Kit Kat. Yeah, but it's chocolate covered wafer I think but it's not I don't think there's wafer in there I think it's this is difficult I I always
0: thought it was like a flake covered in chocolate yeah
1: maybe it is it's like crumbly
0: chocolate inside
1: to be honest I'm so traumatized by my the timeout experience that I... Because I ate so many that I, I cannot think about it. This is Future Fraser with some clarification. Uh, a timeout is a ripple of smooth cocoa filling sandwiched between two crispy wafers and a wrapped in cabaret milk chocolate. I believe Ben was describing a twirl, which is basically a flake, but with a kind of smooth chocolate around it. Who cares? Bye. Yeah. The only thing which she did have, which I still to this day would eat, was a whisper gold. Oh, I just want a plain whisper. Or Whisper Mint. She did Whisper Mint for a while as well. <laughs> she, did, she did Whisper Mint. Uh, hi, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I did Whisper Mint. And do you remember the evil that was when someone tried to give you a palmer violet? Remember them? Oh, yeah. Nasty.
0: Yeah, they, they weren't great. I was always, like, upset if someone gave me something licorice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would want a jelly, little bag of Jelly Babies. Mm-hmm. Now I would want, if I was going out now in the UK, um, the Cadbury's Cream Egg, but the the Halloween one, Ooh. which is like a green goo inside. Ooh. Love that. Oh my God, I love a Cream Egg. Oh. I, but for me, it's just all about the mix. You know, because yeah. sometimes you want a bit of chocolate, then you want some sort of like refresher type thing. Then you want a bit of like Jelly Babies. Tell you what I don't
1: want. Candy necklace.
0: Candy necklace. I know, but there's something fun visually about candy I know this. but there's
1: nothing you can you can never forget that feeling of a slimy piece of string that you've been gumming on like around your actual neck. That's horrible true. sensation. yeah, same reason that i I fucking hated anything. I was very this is gonna really shock you to to know this, but I was very highly strung as a child about lots of different things, and I didn't like anything to do with like snot or spit like it would make me throw up. And any sweets that involved, like, going back to something to suck it... Oh, like a I push would, pop. Like a push pop made me... They, push pops made me want to throw up. And, like, you know that... Like, when people used to have those candy dummies around their neck. Like, yeah. babies dummies. They made me... And still do made me want to throw up. Just, like, going back and sucking something. How do you feel about a lollipop?
0: What? I mean, come on. 1997, when the Chubba Chups came through. No,
1: I, I could eat that. But I would actually... Even if I did that now. Because, actually, I still don't really like the idea of sucking <laughs> something... <laughs> I would, like, crunch it. I would bite it.
0: What was your favorite Chubba Chop? I'm going to have cola. to say
1: Cola. Oh, Cola Chubba Chops. <laughs> Absolutely. Cola, and then maybe the blue, like, raspberry one afterwards. Oh, Refreshing. Yum. Cheeky. Turns your tongue blue. Imagine, imagine getting a Chubba Chop in your bag. That's a that's a real treat. Oh, that's a high end house that that's you visited. A, that's a good house. Yeah.
0: So in the UK, well in Scotland, even now it's called guising. Yeah. Okay? what a strange? Explain so, the difference in, to me. I think because you're in disguise, disguise guising, Don't know. I mean, smart. Everyone's all up in arms at the moment because can the kids go guising with COVID? It's like a whole thing that's you know going on. Let's take a year off. It's fine. But <laughs> but and I don't know if this still happens when we were kids. You didn't just go up to someone's door and knock and say, trick or treat. You'd go up to the door and like, I don't know, the person answering, would would almost going to go, all right then. And then you'd have to like sing a song or do a joke or do a party piece. Oh, God. So you'd have this to This explains do a lot
1: about you. <laughs> Wait, is this something that I only did? Yeah, I feel like maybe this is something the neighborhood just did for you. <laughs>
0: ben's here all right ben do your performance that, <laughs> that little girl dressed
1: as a wizard is back again she wants to do a show <laughs> what kind of things would you do for your, for your guising performance
0: one year as a group of us i was dressed as mickey mouse <laughs> someone was dressed as patsy from AbFab. again far too young but i remember no, no no i was dressed as one of the 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 Um, Seven Dwarfs. But we decided (laughs) with our group of eclectic people, we created a song. Right. We wrote a song. Okay. That everyone had a solo. And then it had a chorus as well. And it went, We're creatures of Halloween. Ooh. ooh." And then Patsy said, I'm as thin as a jelly bean. ooh, Ooh. I wake up the dead while I go to bed. I was sleepy. We're creatures of Halloween. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I mean... No one ever wants to hear an original song, but I guess at least there was some thought to that.
0: I know, it. everyone got a part. <laughs>
1: American Halloween candy. What were you yes. we thinking? So, I'm not crazy about American Halloween candy, because American chocolate, bad. American chocolate essentially tastes like Advent, Advent calendar chocolate. Yes, exactly. Cheap Advent calendar yeah, chocolate.
0: It, I, there's a place for that in my heart. Yeah,
1: it's like, it tastes like a knockoff Easter egg, doesn't it? Like a... <laughs> Like an off-brand Easter egg where you're kinda of like oh, What one thanks. you might buy from Lidl. Yeah, like one, one a relative would give you and you'd be like, Oh, I'll save that one. Thanks. <laughs> I mean I'm acting like my piggy little self didn't still eat that whole thing. Well you'd eat it last. Yeah, of course. Because I was always we would always get an after eight cream egg was our main one. Oh. Now wait a minute.
0: How how did they incorporate the, the after <laughs> eight It
1: was just a chocolate egg and a box of after eights. It wasn't oh, It wasn't you. an egg filled <laughs> with mint fondant.
0: <laughs> oh yummy. And that is rich. And heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I well, I quite like the just the plain Hershey's. No, no, no. Oh no, I like those. I'm a real sucker for any chocolate wrapped in foil, right? Because the gay gannet that I am,
1: I just <laughs> look at it and I'm like, oh, treasure. so like a Reese's cup. Like the... No,
0: no, no. I'm talking about like shiny, shiny foil. So I like a little net bag of chocolate <laughs> coins or like little lan- like Halloween jack-o'-lanterns wrapped in foil, like anything wrapped in foil at this time of year. <laughs> all, in fact, from this time of year, right the way through to Easter, I guess, oh. I'm all for it. Because I, I even like the mess it makes with all that
1: kind of shiny sparkle. Oh, yeah. You're real, real magpie, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Building your nest out of all your wrappers. <laughs> Shall we, uh, shall we take a quick spooky break?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh! oh, God, that was the break coming. Yeah, let's oh, do it. jeez. What are you calling for? What if I said you? What if I said goodbye? Why would you want to do that? Why do you always answer a question with a question?
1: I'm inquisitive.
0: Yeah, and I'm impatient. Look, do you want to leave a message for someone? Do you want to die tonight? Now, I want to talk about Halloween events in the US because, much like anything in this this country of <laughs> of wonder, everything is bigger. Yeah, Halloween included. So, in previous years, I've been to the haunted hayride. Yeah, I've been to Halloween mazes. I've been to Knott's Berry Farm, the theme park, which is rebranded Not Scary Farm. <sighs> well, we talked about Halloween.
1: that on the podcast, didn't we? Oh, did we? Yes, because we went to Not Scary Farm together. Didn't we? Did, did we? No. No, I didn't go with you. We didn't? Because when I
0: went, I went to see Elvira, Mistress of the Dark.
1: Oh, Elvira was definitely... She was gone by the time I went to Not Scary Farm. Oh, so we didn't go there together. No. Oh. So Not Scary...
0: Not Berry Farm is a big theme park. And Not Scary Farm is when they turn it spooky for Halloween. And they have just dry ice everywhere. People jumping out at you. <laughs> it's nighttime. And Elvira, for many years, performed Elvira... Who is she, you may ask. (laughs) She is a Halloween spooky cultural icon. Yeah. She's essentially a drag queen.
1: Yeah. She's She's most... I think she's only known... She's known more outside of the US because she was a judge on Drag Race and is referenced on Drag Race. I think that she put... That put her in a lot of people's minds in the UK.
0: She's kind of like Morticia Adams meets Lily Savage.
1: Yes. (laughs) And for many
0: years was just accepted and there and also i feel like it, she has that very british thing of she's very sexy and has her her cleavage out and yet she's still appropriate for kids yes
1: <laughs> like barbara wins like kind of a carry-on vibe exactly exactly <laughs> yeah but like i feel like normally that would not fly in the us no it's this a, a strange anomaly isn't it yeah <laughs> maybe because it's halloween people's minds are all over the place because they're so scared but uh when we saw uh, Elvira, so you go and Not
0: Scary Farm like every scary night they have like three showings of her live show and it starts off with like a big um, TV screen of all the things she's done over the years like Pepsi commercials and TV appearances and all that kind of stuff and then she does a sort of cabaret show right? and she, all I just remember is that she performed um, a version of Meghan Trainer's If I were you I'd wanna be me too right. but she changed all the words and it'd be like if I spoke to you, I'd want to <laughs> be me, boo, and all this kind of stuff. It was a Fabulous. lot of
1: fun. So what... Wait, so out of all those kind of big things, what have you experienced in the US? Um, I've only really experienced Not Scary Farm. I, I didn't go on a haunted hayride, and then obviously that was last year was my first year. So this was the year I wanted to go on a haunted hayride, but that ain't happening, uh, is it? Uh, well, actually... You can
0: there are different versions of it. So normally the haunted hayride, let me talk you through it. You drive to a park, you've paid pay, you've paid a price. <laughs> and you all sit in the back of like a giant farm vehicle. Yeah in a big group and you just get driven through various scenes where people jump out at you and like spookiness goes on and then you get out at one point and lots of people run at you and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I guess, I guess that you probably still could do that now because that actually is kind of safer than.
0: Well, well, no, normally you go and it'll be like 40 of you. Right. You don't know everyone you're with, but I think they're doing it this year where you can drive through it. Okay. Which is pretty fun. That makes sense. Yeah. We did the stranger things one last year, the year before. I can't remember which year it was. Hmm. And so it was all like heavily funded and sponsored. Right. But something had happened and podcast nemesis Michael. (laughs) He had been, but. There was a problem with the tickets or it poured with rain. That's what happened. And so they got literally washed out. So they got free tickets to go back or something. Right. And they got VIP tickets. So they got to skip like the hour and a half long line. Oh, my for The
1: Stranger Things maze. And I went with them. And it was it was very fun. Was Millie Bobby Brown just there having to do it like something every like two minutes? Or she
0: was just doing the tickets. <laughs> she was just checking the
1: tickets on the way in. Oh, God. Yeah,
0: she was working as part of her contract. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just really quickly, this is a little minor detour, but just speaking of spooky things in general. Yeah, gosh. You actually actually made me jump. (laughs) Have I ever told you about the extreme prank that was played on me as a young child, or as like a young teenager, like a tweenager? No. Okay, so I used to be part of a drama group. (laughs) I mean, still am, if you think about our circle of friends, am I right? We're a real drama group. (laughs) Anyway, so no, I was part of it like a youth drama thing. And we would all do these kind of put on plays and all this shit. And then one year for Halloween, someone, one of the people, one of the older kids was like, oh, we're going to have like a Halloween sleepover where we're going to watch scary movies at one of their houses. Okay. So we all went as like a group, but it ranged from kind of, I feel like I was maybe like 13 and then the oldest kids were like 17, maybe 18, maybe too old to be hanging out with us. But anyway... You were the youngest. I I was definitely one of the youngest. And basically we watched like, we were watching something scary. And then basically what had happened, the older kids had decided to almost put on their own version of a horror maze or haunted house experience. But for the younger kids who did not realize it was happening. So it started out with someone calling the house phone and hanging up. And basically they had put a plant in the group. So this one girl was pretending she didn't know what was going on and was, like, scared with us. And, and kind of guiding you. Yeah, so she was, like, almost, yeah, like, the horror maze, like, guide. So she was kind of reacting. I think she even answered the phone a couple of times. Looking back now, I think the whole thing was completely obvious and, like, funny. But to me, at the time, I was the most terrified I've ever been in my life. So wow. it started And off you're with, terrified a lot. Exactly. So it started off with, like, rogue phone calls. And then someone... There was another person that was... So they'd, they'd even managed to do it. So there was someone outside who, at one point was like tapping on the windows, like tap, 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 tap on the windows like that. There was another person who was hiding in the wardrobe upstairs in a spare room and turning a TV set on and off just to static. Whoa. So we would go upstairs and this TV was on static. We would turn it off, unplug it, go back downstairs, and then it would come on again upstairs, seemingly, you know, from nothing. It got to the point that we were terrified. And basically they had to abort the because the final act was going to be one of them had a mask and he was going to come in and like attack us with a knife and then real knife fake knife i think it was a fake knife and then reveal like haha the whole thing was a trick but we got ourselves into such a frenzy that he he decided he made the executive decision to not do it because he said we were so hyped up that one of us was going to stab him for real like we were going to think we were in like a scream movie and murder him got it and uh, that got revealed. And it's still to this day, I think about it, was one of the most terrifying nights of my life. They were like taking the fuses out and like making the lights go out and everything. It was very well constructed, but I guess cause we were a drama group. dram, what you like. Us dram kids. So wait, so then did
0: you all like, once it was revealed, did you then all seep over?
1: I think so. I don't remember anything. Just the trauma of being that scared is the thing seared into my memory. I don't remember any of the other details. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, talking of spooky whereabouts, we need to talk about our party in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, while we're in Palm Springs last week, on the, the second You're Welcome America offsite of the year? I think, I think so. yes, it was, yes. Sure. Okay, fine. <laughs> we had Halloween party. Before we got to that, though, we watched a couple of spooky movies. Well, we watched Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Classic.
1: Yeah. We also watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. Not classic. Not
0: classic. <laughs>
1: Although... Sarah Michelle Gellar's sister in the movie. What was her name again? Elsa.
0: Elsa. Elsa. (laughs) Shivers. Elsa Shivers. (laughs) Amazing.
1: Iconic character. Elsa and Helen Shivers. The sisters of (laughs) I Know What You Did Last Summer.
0: And then we left out all the other
1: characters. Everyone's names were insane. Julie and Ray are um, Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Philippe are called Helen and Barry. So Helen, Barry, Julie, Ray, and Elsa are the characters in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Those, I mean,
0: those are leads. (laughs) Classic leads. So we took a whole couple of bags of some costumes. Yeah. I also like an event where you can't really plan in advance. You just have to like plan on the, you know, do it on the fly. Yes. (laughs) So let's talk through the evening what we did. So we had a, a spooky punch.
1: Yes. What made with it? rum and uh, ginger beer and grapes for eyeballs grapes as eyes ooh <laughs> very good yes we had a pumpkin risotto yes with some little orange peppers that we'd carved into pumpkins
0: <laughs> and then the the risotto was kind of like spilling gooing out wasn't yeah. it loved that it loved was that very feature good. caramel apple Caramel.
1: I didn't ha- like that. <laughs> I like the I like the caramel. I like the apple. Not together. Yeah, it was too much. It's a very American thing. Yeah, and then we we basically decided to go through this these dress up options. But really, we have to be very transparent here and say the dress up options were mostly from your house, mm-hmm. from yours and Jesse's dress up box, mm-hmm. and from um, another guest of the of the party who bought some of her own creations. So it really just was a drag night because yeah, there was no costumes. It was just women's clothing and wigs. I don't. I thought my my outfit was very Halloween appropriate. What was your what was your kind of what would you say your character was?
0: (sighs) My character was. Maybe a lady in the late 80s. 1989, I'm going with. <laughs> and she's a lot of fun. She's a bit spooky. She's very slutty. And she's just going like a, you know, like a spooky night out to, you know, cause some spooks and also, you know,
1: get a guy. <laughs> I think you look like a like a woman who'd gone in costume as Tina Turner's backup dancer.
0: Oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so I was wearing like a a red, very tight, lot of like cut out, cobwebby outfit. But... but Thank goodness I'd supplied, I'd been supplied with some, some red underwear as well to wear. <laughs> yeah, that dress
1: would not have worked without that underwear.
0: And then I had my Ariana Grande boots from last year. Great investment. And
1: how would you describe your wig? Your wig was very specific. My wig? It was like a woman's haircut that works, like a middle-aged woman that works in HR.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And then I had a little furry kind of um, shrug as well because you get chilly in those shoulders. <laughs> So that was my look. What did you have going
1: on? I, I, I went very simple, actually. I basically wore a a 90s slip dress with a white fur shrug and mm-hmm. a purple wig. You had a purple wig. But then for a while, you wore my old Ariana wig I as did. Well. I, I switched between a, a black ponytail and a purple wig. But the purple wig and the slip dress was really my main look. The slip dress was very Vicky B. Like it back was. In the day. I looked like I was basically trying to dress like her, but mm-hmm. it all went wrong. And all I know is that my feet wouldn't fit into any of the even the kind of drag heels that had been bought. So in a lot of the photos, I'm wearing invisible heels. <laughs> to quote, that's something that Lisa Scott Lee did in that episode of that show as well. Invisible a nice heels. invisible heel. I tell you what, well, there's nothing spookier than that. And then we, so then we forced Americans to eat donuts, to eat donuts hanging off strings, which was a strange game that they'd never heard of.
0: Yeah, because as as a, as a kid, we would always, on our, like our family friends' one person would host the Halloween party and that was always one of the games that yeah. we'd play. So you'd go out guising and you'd come back for the Halloween party and in retrospect all the mums were just sitting around getting wasted. Yeah,
1: I mean that's really the spirit of Halloween isn't yeah. it?
0: So we played a game where you would have the the donuts hanging off the string but we did it one at a time and we timed everyone.
1: Yeah, it was great. I mean, shout out to Drew who she was the absolute champion of that oh. as well as the champion of bobbing for apples which bobbing we did for as well.
0: Apples. For Americans out there that's just, well, americans know what that is yeah
1: shoving your face in water and in real covid friendly style <laughs> we we really uh, adapted the game because we didn't have a lot of resources in palm springs and we basically bogged for apples out of your cooler bag yeah <laughs> weren't well Work just well. shoving your face in a box full of water on a little table so it was it was great fun though yeah. great fun was had okay i've got a question for you okay were you ever exposed to a horror movie as a child that you were too young to watch? Oh, 100%. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's a really scary one. And the problem
0: with that movie is Freddy Krueger comes to get you when you fall asleep. Yeah. So imagine as a child watching that and being like, well, I'm I'm just never going to sleep again. Yeah. That was, oh, and we had it recorded off TV. And what my brother did was he put it like the, the cardboard slip that the VHS was in. He scraped So it looked like (laughs) Freddy had been, like, scraping away at the case. That's so
1: mean. Yeah. That's really scary. I actually refused to watch Nightmare on Elm Street because a friend told me what it was about, and I was so scared by the description that I didn't watch the movie until I was... (laughs) Twenty three, <laughs> and how and how did you take it? Twenty three. I was like, oh, this is what I was so scared of this whole time. I mean, I wasn't scared of him like in my early twenties. I just obviously, you know, life got in the way. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I
0: think, I think, I think I learned my mistake from my mistake of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I didn't
1: allow myself to watch the original It. In fact, ever, right. I've still not watched it. Um, I actually funny you say that. I did the exact same thing with It as well, where I got it described to me and I, I watched it when I was much, much older, and it took a lot of the wind out of the sails of how scary it was, definitely. Mm-hmm. I was deep into horror by the time I watched It, so I was okay. So, okay, t- talk me through your, your ones that scared- spooked you as a little a little child. Um, my brother forced me to watch Poltergeist, okay. which was really scary. Mm-hmm. Child's Play with Chucky. Oh, that was another one I refused to watch. Oh, no, I got forced to watch the Child's Play, and then when I was I can't remember, like, a young teenager, a friend of mine, Sam James, two first names, can't trust them. He came over with a unmarked VHS and said, I have a horror movie for us to watch. And I, I was like, what's it about? And he's like, I don't know, let's just watch it. And it was Scream. So I watched Scream. I went in, like, 100% cold into Scream and I did not know what it was about. So I, like... Ex- How old were you this time? Because Scream was, what, 96? I was... So, yeah, I was 12. And you really, like, going into that movie not knowing what it's about... It's something I obviously will never get back. And I just remember watching that. You know what I mean? I just remember watching that opening bit with Drew Barrymore. And the first time you see like the scream mask, I remember being so scared that I thought I was actually going to die. Which is so funny now because screams like such like a... A fun... Such like a piece of fun. But yeah, it A real,
0: was, f- real fun killer romp. Yeah, but uh, it was
1: terrifying.
0: I want to give... I just want to give a... What's the opposite of a recommendation? Like um,
1: a, <laughs> I do not recommend. I
0: do not recommendation. <laughs> the Witch... Have you watched this movie? Oh, The Vich. The Vich. It is the most bleak <laughs> horror movie of all time, mainly
1: because so it's some <laughs> some settlers. What would you call no, them? So it's it's yeah, it's basically the first. It's it's like the first settlers from the UK to America. So it's like the the kind of puritan. Yeah. It's the Puritans basically, and then it's about this family that get that get are too Shun- religious for their community so they go they get shunned to like the middle of nowhere and it's so bleak. Everyone's like northern in it, aren't they? Well first
0: of all, the Black accents Phillip. the accents I none of us understood watching it I am a British person I was like, I do not know what these accents are so we put on the subtitles yeah they get shunned to like this corner of the woods where they have to try and grow crops that don't grow yep. so they're just all starving and cold and hungry and then a, there's witches around it's not that it's scary it's just it's so bleak it's very and depressing. depressing it's so depressing it's such a depressing movie yeah do not watch that movie <laughs>
1: that's your do not watch
0: yeah do however watch Chopping Mall which is definitely on YouTube and it's all about um it's in the eighties in a mall with in LA. Killer Robots. Killer Robots. Because they've just upgraded their security system to robots, <laughs> but the robots go wrong and then they kill the kids who've decided
1: to like stay in overnight in the mall. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. I would recommend um if you want a fun slasher that is not one of the headline slashes, I recommend the movie Cherry Falls with Brittany Murphy where the the USP and hook of that movie is that the killer is killing everyone that is a virgin. So all the kids have to, like, try and lose their virginities to not get murdered. It is not good. It is terrible. But I recommend a rewatch.
0: A lot, a lot of fast fucking going on there just yeah, to save the day.
1: It's really intense. Brittany Murphy has a wig, which is the true horror of the movie in that one.
0: Oh, lovely. Much like Gail Weathers. <laughs>
1: How <laughs> many wigs? How many fright wigs? Twenty five years ago, a horrible
0: crime was committed in the town of Cherry Falls. Now,
1: you haven't heard about Rod and Stacy? Did they break up? Break up! Wake up! They're dead. Rod!
0: what their parents hid in the past. Nobody has seen or heard of her for over 25 years. Mom, do
1: you know anything about a woman named Laura Lee Sherman? No. Why?
0: ...is haunting the present. And we are back. <gasps> Oh, my God. So we're going to round off our Halloween special by playing a game of welcome, not welcome. We're going to say very American or very British Halloween-related things. And we're going to say whether they're welcome or not, i.e. whether we like them
1: or not. Okay, my first welcome or not welcome, dressing up as a cat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I... (sighs) I think, it's, I think it's okay because there have been times where it's been like, oh shit, I'm going to have to dress up as yeah. something. And you're shoving those ears, you get an eyeliner, you do your whiskers and yeah. your things. I also once went to a club night about five, six years ago where it was like a cat night. And if you dressed up as a cat,
1: you got in free. Yeah. See, I, I was always very judgmental of like girls doing sexy cat costumes. And then one year I dressed as a sexy cat. And basically that entailed, my friend had a pair of very thick, like leopard print tights. And I wore them as the base of the outfit with like a black vest and cat ears. And I actually had a lot of fun. And And my friend took a picture of me like sniffing around. There was like a a big like bin out of the back and I was like an alley cat, like a feral cat. It was very fun. Okay, fine. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Begrudgingly welcome. Okay, welcome or not welcome. Twizzlers. Oh,
1: not fucking welcome. Not welcome. Are they different to Red Vines? Are they the same thing? They're the same thing, different brand, I think. okay. They're basically disgusting. They're for UK... Uh, listeners they are the unfizzy strawberry laces yeah uh, but well, they're like, like a real laces. cultural phenomenon here Would in you this remember country red laces yeah
0: but red laces in the uk used to taste good as far as i was concerned
1: Ugh, i, I don't well they they're very it's like eating a like old piece of wax yeah not welcome <laughs> not welcome a bit soapy yeah welcome or not welcome any which please puns
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna feels say welcome. feels I'm gonna, very now i'm gonna say welcome because they do always gonna get me
1: <laughs> like, it's Britney
0: Witch. It's Britney Witch.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. A begrudging welcome for me.
0: Welcome or not welcome. My childhood where I had to say a party piece to get the
1: candy at the door. <laughs> not welcome, because as I said, I do think that was purely something you made up.
0: No, but <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Give me another
1: example that wasn't the original song that you forced people to say. You would tell to. like a joke. Go on then.
0: No, I'm not going to tell a joke. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It'd be like a joke or or a riddle or something like that. You're telling me, you just talked me through your whole Amdram night of Scream and you're like, (laughs) oh, I can't believe you performed at someone's door to get candy.
1: I know. We just kind of were like trick or treat and then they'd give it to you. Okay. My final welcome on It welcome, the movie Nightmare Before Christmas. I've only ever seen it once. I've only ever seen it once and I didn't like it and I still don't like it. And I don't like Tim Burton movies. Sorry about it, everyone. Apart from Sleepy Hollow, which is great. Not welcome.
0: Oh, Sleepy Hollow. What a weird and specific one to choose. I know.
1: can't explain why, but I like it. Maybe it's because I like Miranda Richardson.
0: Well, you always have. I
1: always have, always will.
0: Okay, I'm going to say, the fact I've not watched it since it came out, I'm going to say not welcome.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things that people get very specific about and I don't care about it. So no.
0: (laughs) We're not welcome then. Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Nope. Never seen it all the way through. Don't care. I don't love it Am I going to be cancelled? Okay, we'll both be cancelled. Fine. Okay, fine. Bye everyone. So that's <laughs> it. That's it.
0: We've been canceled at Halloween. Um, thank you very much for listening. As ever, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us on IG and Twitter. Tell your friends. <laughs> 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 now that was
1: now that was convincing <laughs> enough to make your dog scared. That
0: was the Studio Ghoul just <laughs> just shouting away for Halloween. <laughs> Please tell your friends all about the show. We, w- we want some more listeners. We'd we love do. some. Tell,
1: tell your friends. friends. Yeah, tell you, tell your friends. The ultimate treat, if you will.
0: Um, do <laughs> count down to acknowledge
1: how good that joke was.
0: Sure. Do count down to the Kylie album release with us. The big, the big november date
1: yeah let's send that kylie to. wine to our po box that doesn't exist i would love it if we just did have a po box and we opened it and it was
0: just a smash <laughs> bottle with like kylie <laughs> rose just coming from it that would be a that would be a trick and that would there we go um as ever you're welcome yeah bye <gasps> <laughs> Where are you from Joseph? South Shields. I thought.
1: Well, there were three of us
0: in this marriage. I just want to say, Liam, come and have a go Yay! if you think you're, not, you're not. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff, working with flour.